you believe it? Can you believe it? We have made it to episode number two, baby. Yes. I am going to celebrate this moment because believe me when I say that I have done way less in the past. All right. So this is a cause for celebration. For every episode that I put out, I am going to dance. Dance with me. All right. Welcome to the Fuck Up Podcast. I really appreciate your support. To everybody who listened to episode one. Who? Thank you, Nyabonga and Dino Tenda. You guys have been amazing. Amazing. I'm trying to hold in all of my excitement because I will make noise. And that's not fun for a recording. But I am excited to get into today's conversation with our guest. Our guest is Nomaliso Musasiwa, who is the co-founder of Fresh in a Box that she runs with her husband, Kudakwashe Musasiwa. And I think it's going to be lit. I think it's going to be lit. I think it's going to be lit. But before I get into that, let me give you today's internet story, my peoples. So it goes a little bit like this. Um, this person says, I was watching porn and my Bluetooth connected to my parents' car when they were pulling in. I am so fucking screwed. Listen. Listen to me real quick. I want to know what to do. Okay. Thinking of the younger me, who at the time didn't have the latest phone, um, was limited on data. If I ever had to be caught watching porn, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like you to know that I would not be here today to record this podcast for you. I would be six feet under and um, at this point... There will be no evidence of my existence under the ground. I would be gone. Period. African parents don't play like that. We don't play those games. We ain't got time for that. You ain't got time to explain. There's nothing. It's just a kickbox. Slam dead. You're gone. And um, they don't pay for that. They don't go to jail for that. No. They have every right to kill you for your nonsensical behavior. And so that is the end of your life. Thank you for existing for the shortest time you could. We appreciate it. And I think a lot of African children will agree with me on this one. But I am not going to answer for you. If you've got anything to say, <laughs> you know where to find me. I'm on Twitter. Yay. Yay. You can hit me up on there at becomingubu. And let's talk about this a little bit. A little bit, child. But what, what, what's that thing that people say when they, when they don't want to waste your time and they do waste your time anyway? Without further ado. Is that how it goes? Oh, whatever. Without further ado, let's get into conversation with our guest. Dun, da, da, da. Hi, Noma. Hi, how are you, Nobuke? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. How is the Sunday? the in-laws oh yes <laughs> i had to escape for a work phone call oh well i've been put into the work brigade that's nice <laughs> everyone's like um you're a farmer what work phone call do you need to do looking for the guy with the fertilizers <laughs> we need to discuss some numbers you know i'm trying to get a good deal Making custard for the last 20 minutes and it wasn't clicking. 
just so you know, this could have made a good fuck-up story. <laughs> <laughs> well, by the time you go back, they would have drank it all using straws. So you'll be fine. <laughs> Yo, I saw this meme of this woman who had, like, a, t- a drink, right? But then, like, the, they cooked sada and, you know, those um, funeral mass production beef with, like, yeah. And she now drank umsop on a straw. I was like, I cannot answer. Oh my god! No ways! Who does that? If it's liquid enough and it goes through the straw. But the thing with with things like tea and soup, right? If you're pouring it into a a cup or whatever, the hottest part is at the bottom. So if you're using a straw. How yeah, about using the straw? You're going right for the hot stuff. Exactly. You know <laughs> I just couldn't unsee <laughs> that meme. <laughs> I that <sighs> well, I hope she yeah. enjoyed her soap then. Well, uh, as many, many of you know, this is the Fuck Up Podcast, and I started it because I like things. So, uh, I'm ready for the story. What happened? What did you do? Yeah. Okay, so. For the record, right? Little less judgment because I am leaving my fuck up. Okay? So we, we, we're just going to talk about where I fucked up, but then, you know, we're making the most of it. All um, right. So, um, firstly, for those who don't know, my name is Lomariso, MD of Fresh in a Box, co founded Fresh in a Box with my husband, um, an e delivery service of fruit and veg to people's homes in Harare and Bulawayo. Yeah. So, Business is great, right? So mm-hmm. we've been in for like three months. December, we're closing in for Christmas, and we're like, okay, so let's evaluate how the business is going. When other girls got like all the things that she needs to set out, you know, our supply chain is a bit to be because our farmers, they hear cabbage is the one that's raking in the sheets. Everyone is now planting cabbages. They mm. hear carrots are the ones with the money. Everyone's got carrots. But then our veg box has got like 12 different vegetables in it that need to be there all the time so how do we fix our supply chain right mm-hmm. so we're thinking about it i'm like yeah we should do a grass game we should do a grass game uh, my husband's like yeah, yeah, yeah you should do a grass game you know you're the mathematician ah guys trying to develop a grass game Mm-mm, nothing like the maths that i learned at school and I'm like, okay let's see what we'll do <laughs> let's see what we'll do we come back in january we've set our eyes on doing a grass game so that we can control our supply chain. Then in like February, the landlord where we were working, because anyway, we were packing from our garage. I'm not sure if anyone can Google us on Facebook, all of our pictures where we started. We started in a garage, like of where we were living. Mm-hmm. Then we're like, um, so the landlord's like, nah, if you guys are not doing a business, you guys need to find somewhere else to stay. Okay? We're like, okay. We're given a nice... How? Hold on. The, 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 the landlord was jealous like that. How landlord is you can't pay living fees when you guys are running a business? I might as well just double the rent. I had to double. Woo! No, this can't do. Well, what? We'll look for another place. Anyway, he gave us three months notice, which was really professional of him and really nice. So mm-hmm. we started looking for a place. Huh? Looking for a place, looking for a place. God or devil, I don't know. Something <laughs> falls on our lap, right? This is mm. the fuck up. Something falls on our lap. One of my husband's old colleagues 
calls and says, yo, I've been seeing what you guys have been doing with Fresh in a Box. Man, this is cool. The brand is popping. You guys look like you're literally a cash-rich company. What, what, what? And he's like, a $25 million balance sheet kind of guy. And oh, my. I have a farm, you know, and I'm not using it. How would it be like if you guys actually go and stay there? Listen, this thing is actually productive. He gave us budgets of the people who had been there before and so forth. The numbers were looking pretty, oh, like 113 mm. to 150,000 in sales per month. I'm like, you were like, catching. I'm like, look at God. When you need a place to stay, he doubles it up and solves you what? Your supply chain problems. And here we are now. <laughs> then we're like, okay, so we're moving to the farm, which is now what we call the fresh farm. Hence, I said, I'm still leaving my what? My fuck up. Mm -hmm. Guys, we walked in there so naive what farming is. Right. It literally almost killed our business. We literally almost killed our business. We moved from being a cash-rich company to a highly indebted company. Like, my balance sheet never had creditor. You lie. More creditors than debtor now, you know? And it's like, yeah, sure. Now, even my passion, like the things that I'm enjoying doing around farming, but that one split-second decision of not actually researching what it would take to run farm cost us a very pumping business. We're now in resuscitation mode, no longer in ICU, but in HDU, but hey, guys, I literally, we literally fucked up that one. And my worst part is that I was so confident that this farming thing, I'd watch YouTube channels, you know, I had it right. Like I had my three YouTube guys who were doing the farming thing and they made it look like, ah, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. So the white people and the combo and Blasini people that you meet, mm -hmm. hey, guys, worlds apart. They are worlds apart. <laughs> <laughs> you, could you could never tell a guy who had been working in that farm for like 20 years that, okay, so the system that I want, I want us to do plots and do high bed system. It's like, eh, no, mother. As we just dig into the ground, that's what's happening. It's like, no, but please don't argue with me. And I'm telling you what's working. Mm. I lost in the first, first, first month. Okay, let's say the first season. The first season of farming when we moved to the farm. Right. Just renovations. We probably spent about like seven grand. And then this, this had nothing to do with the fields. And then when we put in money for the fields, I think we put in about another six grand. We lost all of that. Girl, are lost, you joking? Lost, all the cabbages that you can think of, all the um, butternuts, we're done tomatoes, we're hit by tuta. I was just like, you know what? Before when you're coordinating a farmer and the farmer would come to your garage and then you'd be like, mm -mm, this product is not the best, okay? Take it back. Like, I didn't understand <laughs> what I was doing to the farmer. <laughs> I was tormenting their life, like, ah, uh, the quality of this cauliflower is not great. Now I'm like, okay. you are, you are deep within. Now you're inside the production, and it's not it's not working. Mm -mm. Now you're looking at your own stuff, and you're like, this quality is terrible. <laughs> no, 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 no. I look at it. And I'm like, but this is beautiful. 
What do you mean? It's terrible. You won't die, I promise. You, no, you won't. And, and I, I used all natural products. What do you mean? And everyone at work was like, sorry, my sister, this is not our standards. Oh. So, really, that's been like my lived fuck up. Though, the ray of sunshine in all of it is that every day mm -hmm. I learn something new. I still have fuck up decisions that I make. Based on my YouTube learnings, I, I'm a farmer by DT. Now I go into the field by myself. Mm -hmm. I, I hold the, 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 the hoe and I till the land so that when I tell people what to do, no one is confused about what I'm saying. Right. I'm talking about things that I can do, you know. But I've also learned that farming is not for the faint-hearted. I probably would have stroked three, four times in the last three <laughs> So wait, this is, you've just moved and you guys um, start farming, right? So tell me something, when you decided you're going to start farming, you, you were still, because you were waiting for things to, uh, you know, grow, I guess, you were still getting stuff from your suppliers so that your clients are served, right? Are serviced, yeah. Okay, so, but like now you know that this the season and all of that comes to an end after maybe three months or whatever and now you're going to have harvest and now you can use your own harvest had you cancelled your suppliers then um hoping to use your own supply no 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 so firstly this is the beauty of the fuck up right i wasn't too high on my own success probability and i'm gonna keep everyone on schedule but remember the zimbabwean Backyard farmer is also inconsistent in general. Like, mm. this week I'm working with Ningi, the next week I have to look to somebody else, the next week I have to look to somebody else. So it's not like I was disappointing someone who had already planted and it's like, oh no, this is for fresh in a box. No one is that organized, even today. Right. No one is that organized. The only place that is that organized is the Mbare market because that's where you go and find everyone who's disorganized trying to, 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 to flog off their stuff. So I didn't cancel anyone. We didn't cancel any contracts. We just made people continue growing, right? And luckily for making them not cancel, when we lost the whole crop that we had designed for um, that season, we were still on board with the other big ones. But the point is we couldn't recover <laughs> the six grand. And also farming will lie to you. The budget. No, if you put a one hectare of tomatoes, mm. it will cost you about relatively about four hundred and fifty dollars to from seed to a no, no, not one hectare, but let's say a thousand, a thousand plants of tomatoes, four hundred and fifty right. from seeds to fertilizers and sprays and everything. Huh? And mm. the shit that you make there, you will make a good ten thousand dollars from that. Mm -hmm. I mean, does, does mm. that sound like something worth investing in? It does. It sounds like Don't money that will allow me to go <laughs> to Dubai and shake my ass on a yacht in a thong. Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> this girl had put it in her vision board that end of this year, girls going to go to a holiday because I earned it. <laughs> and then business was like, you say, what oh, now? Oh, no, 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 no. Mother Nature. Mother Nature will teach you 
teaching lessons that you have never learned. I swear to you, I even go to the field sometimes. I'm like, we're going to plant here and we're then we're going to need 5% for insects and everything else because this is an ecosystem. I can't eliminate things. You have to plant for them also. Then you yeah. For, uh, yeah. So, yeah. But I didn't cancel anyone. That's one thing that I'm grateful for. We didn't cancel anyone from the contract or people that were supplying. We knew that after one week, we have to turn over anyway, the, the, the customer, the, the suppliers. Turn them over, find new people. You wipe off their garden in one week or in two days. Turn over. So it, that, that wasn't the problem. We could still go on. So now I'm imagining, um, obviously, when you made this investment, it was... Um, maybe from from savings or interest that you'd made that you decided okay we're, we're dedicating this money to this right so we flourish in another way and now you've got six six k that's gone into the ground brought absolutely nothing back so now how are you how how what what's happening now how are you funding it okay firstly thank you for the compliment to think that <laughs> we're that organized oh god <laughs> we took profits <laughs> <laughs> that is the fuck up. <laughs> oh boy. We took profits. We, we took some of our working capital. We're like, no. Because the budgets, remember, they've told us, nah, this is a clean sweep. Three months in and out. You put six grand in, 60 grand comes out. Don't cry. 100 times over. You'll make this money. Oh, remember Lord Jesus. So we're like, even if it's going to be tough for the next three months, but then we just got to shoestring it, you know, keep it moving and keep it going. Yeah. All right. After shoestringing, a couple of creditors and nothing coming out of the field. I just know Makadiwa are not the same person, girl. There were no <laughs> miracles. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> can't begin <laughs> to imagine but okay so is this failure or fuck up um because mostly because you did not research or because you listened to the wrong people shed some light on that which is it both it's a combination of no it's a combination of a lot of things number one the naivety of what farming really is right mm -hmm. and not investing in actually reading about what the farming is and then hiring this so-called first-class degreed agronomist that you think has got shit together. Yo, universities are churning all of us out, and we know Fako. Oh, my God. He was booked up, and... Mm, nah, sorry. Mm. But, yeah. So, that secondly. Thirdly, the budgets that were given about the land that we're going on. You know, previous performance and so forth. You're mm. like, ah, okay, this is good. We didn't invest in our own, number one, soil test. Number two, watching what the lay of the land looks like, right? Those um, those numbers were of that farm when it still had 10 greenhouses, fully oh. dressed and on drip. Girl, ain't no single greenhouse dressed when we got there. Not out of that. So the pesticides that we had to use and stuff like that, eh, you know, nobody told us about that. That wasn't even in the budget. So knowing to read people's previous data 
and then actually understanding what were their conditions because the conditions that you're in now even mm -hmm. if you were given that kind of data you wouldn't produce 50 percent of what they were doing at that time that was one of the biggest things that we didn't do and we had to learn from that because that's what we're doing now to be like yay you know so we had to even go to the guy and be like hey we need to review the rentals that we started off talking about based on this budget we are not even producing that much where and how did you see this but not only that this teapot country ah it will do gymnastics for you today give it to this guy because I feel like he played y'all really well. <laughs> he was like, if I give oh. these people the right numbers, they're going to get in and they'll give me money. But whether or not this works out for them is none of my fucking business. All I want no, I mean, is money. He's a, he's a shrewd businessman. He's a shrewd businessman, but he has no bad bone in his body. He has no bad bone in his body. He looks at the numbers and uses the numbers. Tell him about farming. Like, I was he doesn't know anything so even when we're now going to talk about what's going on on the ground he's like oh yeah hey since the conditions are changed like this well, maybe we need to <laughs> restructure this we're restructuring after <laughs> after a year and a half of paying rentals out of our nose and we're cacking off you know this is some of the fuck ups that we should have addressed a long time ago <laughs> Okay, so this is a person who has a farm, land, all of that, and has no idea how it works as well. And he's just giving it to people. So before that, he had gone into this venture with this guy. And he believes that this guy failed simply because why he sends a girlfriend and whatever, whatever. So oh. he wants to focus on his grind. But since you guys are already a family, you know, I'm mm -hmm. not expecting you guys not to be focused on the grind. But the numbers as well, they were looking so good. I mean, I'm a mathematician. I was looking at them, I'm like, mm. I told my husband, I'm like, this is it. You know what? God saw us and like, my children, here's your opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are today. But I guess oh, no. with, with, every, with every new thing, right, that comes our way, there has to be lessons before we get to the perfect stuff. Um... I'll give you a, a, an example of this podcast. The first episode that went out, I wasn't really happy with because it had feedback. It was terrible. And it was stressing me out. And I almost didn't put it out because I was like, why would I put out such a thing? I'm, I'm also low-key a perfectionist. And then I thought to myself, well, when I started blogging, I had no idea what I was doing. When I started web development, I had no idea what I was doing. When I started um, social media strategy, I had no idea what I was doing. But here I am today and... I can cash off on all of those things because I made the mistakes and I learned from them. So, well, now I'm just waiting for you to make the money so that you can invite me on a trip to Dubai. You know, just do the things, uh, girl. <laughs> uh, you know what, hey? Here's the other problem. My husband and I are believers of Silicon Valley, eh? So when mm. we build, like, businesses or whatever, we want to bring that Silicon Valley effect the branding is good and everything the 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 skill the actual lay of the land 
is rather different. But then that's a story for another day. What I'm trying to say is, <laughs> even when we went into the farming, uh, we thought we're going to farm so cool and then get all of this investment and stuff like that. And then we'll get people on and it's going to be great. Now we're looking like, um, I don't know. Eh? Yeah, we're offering investors here. <laughs> I don't know, hey, like, hmm. You know, like, like, what are we going to be, you know, there is something to invest in, you know, but then what we don't want to do, because I, I believe we have a reputation at the end day. What we don't want to do is to screw people over with our farming. Mm, so yeah. in, the, in, the, in the learnings, I think what I can take from that is that we fucked up on our own dime. We have learned so much on our own dime that today, if you said, okay, listen, I've got a hundred bucks. I want to invest it. And in three months, give me back even if it's 150 bucks. That mm. I can guarantee you. That I can guarantee you. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I've learned. But things of expecting miracles and seeing cakes fall off uh, the sky. Hi, guys. That was a recipe for like a little fuck up. But living through the fuck up and trying to recover has been a journey. It's been well, the hectic journeys often give us the the greatest results later. So, I think a lot of people are also uh, what's the word naive towards what it is to be in business, right? No matter what sector you're in, um, I think people just sit there like, and I think we do this a lot of looking at other people and saying, but. Look at Pukelo, she's selling shoes that I just painted pink, you know. She's got a, la- you know, she's got a label and she's making money off of it. But that, excuse me, it's Pukelo. <laughs> I need you to remember that real quick. <laughs> a, a sex tape, big brother, Africa, a few rich friends in the circle and a rich daddy. That's what? And she created a brand. Like that. Do you know what I mean? But you don't have. Like. She invested in all of that. Are you willing to go through what she's gone through to get that? Yeah. You I see mean, what I mean? We've had many clones. We've had many clones. <laughs> or people, yo, like we started doing this whole farming thing and it blew up to be like the new coolest shit, yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do this exercise all the time in people's DMs when we see a new farmer or whatever. I DM them like after three months. I literally am like, remind me this tweet. Oh, I put it in my reminders. Like in three months, I need to DM this person. And I'm like, hey, how's it going with that project? Everyone is giving me tears. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see what I mean? That's that's my point. Where <laughs> we want to to copy paste and hope and, and and we think it's just going to happen overnight. And there's a lot of work that needs to go in. We're such a microwave generation where we just hope. <laughs> if I just if I put a sticker over here on these lashes. People will buy them. But there's so much that goes into actually selling a product, a service, what a brand altogether. And then there's the issue of people having different resources. Like we just gave, Pokela is way ahead. There was no way she was going to fall off the wagon. She, she, she's a trust fund baby in quotes. And so, Mina, I can't expect the same results that she has to happen in three months. It's, it's, it's fucking impossible. It's not going to happen. Absolutely. And so I just wanted to but, get into reality real quick. What are the top three things yeah. you would tell people who are looking to get any business, who are looking to get into any business? Okay. So number one is that research before you go into business. Number two, find something. 
someone's money to burn for the first year whilst you're figuring out what you're doing especially if you don't if you're not like a pro at what you're doing right number three people who have failed in business like like us you know we need to actually share the truth about what how failing is like what made us fail and why other people should watch out for this specific loophole right it's very mm -hmm. important that we do that if we don't do it we you see how it's like i always check in on people every three months i'm like how's that project going and then they're like ah, it's rough it's rough it's rough you know yeah i should have taken time to go out and be like you know what guys this is the truth about farming this is what happens but the truth is that sometimes also just publicizing your failure is not on those are so so important but i think the biggest thing for me is people being able to talk about their failures and i think that's the other thing that feeds into people getting depressed off of social media because all we ever bring to the social media are our wins this is also why i've stopped with linkedin because you know when you go on linkedin people are talking about I made a puppy and then the puppy reminded me that i was with so much and now uh i'm a millionaire and i'm just like yo what but social media is such a space that um makes people feel like they're not doing enough because pe people only ever bring their their success stories and never the lessons they learned through their failures which is a pretty messed up thing it's no but i will tell you i'll tell you from the perspective of someone who's failed and have to make a choice where my business also relies on social media a lot mm -hmm. so i tell people that I'm already in the process of failing, or do I try and make it post the failure and then say, you know what, when it didn't work out that time, it didn't work out, it's just that I didn't tell y'all. Because sometimes you, you don't have to go around spewing zero hope. That's the other thing, like nobody's not posting their failure simply because it's not fashionable to do so. Sometimes it's don't kill hope. It's not necessary to kill hope. But then by telling your story, whose hope are you killing? Do you think you're killing yours or killing the other person's hope? Both. Both. If I'm not optimistic about the things that I'm doing, how do I expect people who look up to me or people who are even my competitors to compete well? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's late. Yeah, come, come on board. But then, you know, it's just not going to happen. You know? Like, it's, it's also just trying to keep the hope alive in a also in a country where hey hope is all we have hope is all we have you have to keep it alive that's it i hear that i guess on a from from a business side it's a it's a tricky story to tell in the moment 
Um, because yeah, well, there's a there's a lot always going on when it comes to business. <laughs> because I imagine telling the story and then right after going to an investor and like, yeah, so I need money, and they're like, yeah, but I just read your story. You just failed. <laughs> going to even sell that to an investor how are you going how are you going to sell it how are you going to sell it it's like yeah it's actually so i guess you, you kind of have to be um you have to sell the positive story whilst you go through the trial and the tribulation the only time you can actually tell what exactly was going on is mm. the success story is now bigger than the failure or when the failure is imminent and you have to just accept that you know what ha, it was a real fuck up and here's how <laughs> this is how it went down so like I said, I, we could do this podcast today mm-hmm. in three years' time. And at that point, turned around because of farming, right? And mm-hmm. it would be a different conversation about how a farming isn't really that great if you don't know what you're doing, right? So it's a... The the fuck-ups are easier to talk about or they're easier to post about when there's a success story or when there's imminent failure. When here out, there's there's splashed me on the internet. Like, (laughs) this didn't work out. And then I'm like, hey, okay, let me also tell my own side of the story, you know? But... That's how things are. So sometimes I understand why people never put their failures on, on, on social media. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's always a process. That it makes a lot of sense. I guess because I'm a personal blogger, I'm all and my blog is just based on I'm coming to tell you how I totally fucked up and what I learned from it. Um, and I guess you're right. I don't always talk about things in the moment because sometimes I'm still feeling guilty or I'm still afraid of judgment <laughs> and a lot of that. Um, so uh, I guess I appreciate people who are honest because I think we've we've gotten to a place where um, being a what's what what do you call those people a motivational speaker being a motivational speaker sells more and motivational speakers basically just come and tell you do you know me i started with 50 cents and here i am now i'm a billionaire and i'm like boy what i had no money i had no money and i made like yay (laughs) yo let us rest let us rest <laughs> and I so, guess that that sells more now, and that's that's where I guess I was coming from when I was saying, I I prefer genuine and authentic stories. Like this one is a very genuine and authentic story. Like yo, listen, I didn't even do my part. I just saw numbers and I jumped because I thought it was going to work, and then I got there and I got zero cents. And uh, yeah, it was why horrible. Would you do research when somebody spent time doing research for you. No, <laughs> just read the paper and let's move along. <laughs> Why are you doing your own research? <laughs> and I think yeah, there's yes, even with enough data in the world, uh-huh. do your own research. That, yeah, that, that would be my lesson. Do your own research. I think a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs are are failing because of that because they just look at the data and they're like, but if I start my own peanut butter company, I could totally, I could pop it off. And like they don't look at. Yeah anything at the base why are you going to get a mazambani who's going to do the process for you who's going to do the packaging ah, the branding that's the easy one that's the easy part <laughs> it's the part where 
whose electricity are you using? Or when you say free delivery, what do you mean? What fuel are you putting in the car? Whose fuel are you putting? People are listening and they're learning something from this. Yeah. You really, really need to sit and think about what you want to do, especially when it comes to business. You, you can't. It just, yeah. it doesn't matter what it is because even what I do, if I don't have a laptop and if I don't have data, and if I don't put that all of that into consideration in my pricing, I am simply fooling myself. There is absolutely nothing that I am doing. Yeah, absolutely. You can be the cheapest in the in the market, <laughs> but you're cheap to your failure. Thank you. Oh, I, I, I like that. I'm going to put that in a tweet. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for coming to share your fuck up. And I know when we had the conversation, you were like, I'm not sure I want to talk about this because people. But you you came here and you shared your story. And I'm, I'm hopeful that it's going to help a lot of people because we've got a lot of people who are trying to figure out how to get into business. And I see also a lot of people want to get into farming on the timeline. I hope that they will press play and listen and learn a no, lesson. Get Get in, get into, get into farming, and also buy my veggie boxes, guys. Since I told you my fuck up story, y'all know that I need the business, right? So please, <laughs> www.freshinabox.co.zw. Buy from anywhere in the world for your family in the teapot country. We will deliver. Please. See this girl bit me to it. I was about to get to. Is there anything you would like to promote? She has done it, y'all. Buy fresh info. Wait, are you guys still doing the boxes with um with meat? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can also buy your people meat and they can have a braai. Ah, uh, do the right thing, y'all. <laughs> it's a whole package. It's a whole package. Just it is a full on package. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming through and running away from your um in laws for thirty six minutes i really appreciate it oops yikes <laughs> another fuck up on top of a fuck up girl <laughs> i'll tell you the story another time <laughs> thank you so much for coming through nova bye Alrighty. bye do you know what i wish i wish that i had met normally so before I ran so many business businesses into the ground and she had given me this information to save me because I made a lot of these mistakes. The only difference is mine were a whole lot worse. Okay, there was some of what she said and then there was the part of me that spent the money at Groove and, uh, and then had to restart looking for capital. I did this every two weeks. Every two weeks I was looking for capital, child. Um, because Groove. Okay, YOLO. You only live once, so you you gotta go. You gotta go where the party's at. You gotta go where the people are at. 
You gotta go where the alcohol is at. So blame it on the uh, 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 alcohol. Hey. <laughs> okay. My nonsense aside, I hope that you learned something really valuable from this um session and that you will use it in your day-to-day in your business and those who want to be farmers child please listen test the soil do your own research because numbers don't always tell the truth Mm. all right anyway thank you so much for tuning in if you loved this episode please do let me know on twitter um you know boost my ego a little bit i joke i joke <laughs> but hit me up on twitter um and let me know what you thought about it or better yet buy me a coffee boo how about that all right this is it for me until next time ciao baby thank you so much for tuning in to the fuck up podcast now remember if you would like to support the podcast you can buy me a coffee at coffee.com slash becoming ubu or you can send me some coins on anchor it is called the fuck up podcast on top of that you can follow me on instagram at becoming ubu on twitter at becoming ubu or subscribe to my blog becoming ubu.com ciao